I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Good morning, Chase. Howdy, partner. How are we, how are we living? It's, fr- uh, it's Friday. It's, yeah, it's cool. I'm about to paint some signage. And then you do. We're kind of coming in with like NPR energy right now for some reason. We're a little... And this is Sarah Koenig, and I am happy to have you back here on this show. What are we going to get into today, Timothy? I was, <laughs> I could tell you were fishing for a name. <laughs> and I was like, what are you I, do? I, I should have done Ira Glass. We all know Ira Glass. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, NPR energy is tight. NPR is one of those things where you don't have to, you just can hear the tone you don't have to hear the subject matter, and you mm-hmm. know you're listening to NPR. We it's are so back. funny. And that is a beautiful story. You is told Garrison me. Keeler is he on NPR? Is that an NPR? I don't. That ain't a name I know. He's like the old guy who does like the where he talks about like there's a Labrador sitting on a porch and blah blah blah. You know, like that. <laughs> Wait, no. Like tells, uh, to be honest with you, that sounds sick though. Like I, that that is right up my like alley. A, anyway, just imagine it's this old guy and he yeah. tells these like folksy tales. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what the show does. Is. He it, have it's gonna drive. This is again gonna drive people nuts that I'm not thinking of what this is called. But the voice you just did who. Who is the old actor, gray hair? His name's Sam. Older fella. Big white mustache. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a whistle. Sam, a little bit of a whistle in his voice when he is talks. It like, is it start with an L? Sam La something? Yeah, no, he's cool, though. He, he's always, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the voice this, you just did with that. this podcast is us searching for... It's like it's like having a bar, mm, yeah, yeah. like a, a discussion at a bar, <laughs> because it's hard to look at our phones and keep talking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So like we just guess at things. Yeah. I like it, but I don't know if people do. Yeah. Uh, you know what they do? Because they correct us every single time, and they give us all the answers after the podcast comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, he, this guy, he's this older guy, mm-hmm. Garrison Keillor, he ha, you know, has this loyal following of, I imagine, an older audience that likes these folksy tales that he tells on NPR. At least I'm pretty sure it's on NPR. Yeah. He did a cruise, apparently. Like, he had a cruise where people came and, like, came on the cruise. And he just told stories? Well, that's what he was supposed to do, but he didn't, he didn't show up. So he wasn't there. Wait. Can you imagine being so into basically a podcast about an old man telling folksy tales that you, that you go on a cruise to hang out with him and then he's not there to get to (laughs) refund everyone and write an apology? You know, it's, it's one of those things where two things, I don't blame the guy. You'd have to drag me on a cruise and I'd have to be tranquilized and tied up. You don't want to go on a cruise? Never in a million years. Why? I'd like, honestly, like that's actually like truthfully, it makes me uncomfortable to even think about it. I don't Why? want to be out on a boat without being able to see the land. I think most times with cruises, bro, they just sort of like, they're just sort of floating next to land. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think you're, it's not, it's not if like it, the Titanic. I if think it most looks like I had a burst of adrenaline and I could jump off the side of that and swim to late to land. I would do a cruise, but outside of that, it, I'm not this interested. Is shock, this is cruises are often like, uh, all inclusive, which feels very <laughs> chase. <laughs> I, yeah, that I mean, yeah. That if, so, if there's a marketing point that's going to get me, yeah, it's them saying you don't pay for any food or drink while you're there for the whole week. For the whole week, and there's activities, and if I think all they have to do to close it is just say we'll stay close to the land. They definitely stay close to land because they like dock there to like you get out and you like go you to a go restaurant and or some shit. Do the thing, know. yeah. I've never been on a cruise. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know, man. And it's also the whole like. You're just within arm's reach of thousands of strangers for a week, a week, how, you know, how long, and you just got to be out in the sun. Imagine how hot that deck gets. You know what I'm saying? How? Well, yeah. Yeah. That's like part. First of all, this is all like a pretty controlled environment. You're (laughs) acting like you're on a pirate ship. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's as like severe as you're making it in your head, but I hear you. Yeah. Would you do a cruise? Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I had the time, yeah, uh, let's yeah. just say it's a, it's a situation where I've got all the money and all the time. Yeah. We're, we're later on. I'd want to do it just to say I've done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. The, the whole like uh, eating at the same buffet every night and that sounds kind of fun to me, you know, but I don't know, man. I don't like, want to do, be. I don't like the idea that like people want to like. Like, like they want to make it like a, like you want to make friends on it and stuff. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. I'm paying thousands of dollars. Don't make me be your friend. I'm already here on a fucking boat. Yeah. On a boat as, as in 2023. You know what I and mean? And Garrison Keeler's not even there. <laughs> He's not even there. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> like, 
I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of like if I'm trying to pitch you on a cruise. Yeah. I think it's really that I'm just gonna be like, you can eat as much as you want, you can drink <laughs> as much it. as you want. There's no, no that's it. There's, there's no, no transactions happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so I like I like that for you. Yeah. I I mean that that truthfully is the that that's the selling point, bro. Um Michelle, she's been going into the office. She's had to go into the office a couple of days a week and she goes, "You know what I'm going to do today is I'm going to I'm going to eat the snacks." She said it's brimmed. You know what I mean? Like cuz no one's there, so it's just Well, no, no, just that it's a it's a very corporate office, so they keep it that's what, I'm saying, but, that's what I'm saying, but like, there's not that many people in there all the time because of everything. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, just for sure. so, like, like no one's, no one's it's draining easy to it. kind of keep it stocked. Yeah. So, she, you know, she's been drinking Coca-Cola and shit at work, which is sick. Wow. Uh, are you a Coke or Pepsi a, guy? What? That's like offensive that you even ask me. That. I'm Pepsi. Of course. Oh my God. Of course you are. <laughs> Jesus God. No, Coke, bro. Coke. Coke's good, but I think that I, you know, I might be doing, this might just be a bit because I'm from Ohio, but I really like Pepsi, dude. What is it about it that you, it's like, it's like really sweet. It's the difference between like, it's the difference between good and evil. It's the difference between Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart. You know what I'm saying? Pepsi is Jeff Gordon. Tony Stewart is Coca-Cola. This is In the, the Home most Depot car. Midwestern way you could possibly <laughs> explain this this interest to you. Were you were you ever into NASCAR? No, I mean, I, like, like you know the you know the big I'm players. I'm from Indiana, so I know <laughs> yeah. about it, but yeah. no, I wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, it's one of those things, bro. Where like Netflix put out that Formula One documentary, and you know, it's it's similar to like when we watched Yellowstone. It's like, do I think that I? I'm interested in motorsports. No, I don't think that I am, but it turns out I am. And I think that like NASCAR is kind of cool. It's like, I don't know. I just think it's cool, man. I do. I just, it's it, maybe like, look, I, my dad took me to the Indy 500 or was it that he took me to a, some sort of uh-huh. race thing yeah. in Indiana one time. And when you see it in person, you're like, Oh wow. They're really yeah. like, they're really flying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the energy is buck wild. Yeah. So I mean, like yeah. I get yeah. it. I get it in that sense that it's like I feel like I would really have a hoot at a NASCAR race. You know what I mean? More than it'd be like going to it'd be like going to the rodeo for me. I feel it'd be such a foreign experience. I mean, it's an Indiana rodeo, bro. I mean, I think that's really yeah, what dog. it is. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like it, I mean, and I like it's a lot of like gas and beer smell and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, it does kind of yeah. it does kind of get you I going. I love it. I love it. I like the energy of it because it's psychotic, and uh-huh. I I like. I, it kind of seems cool, and it kind of seems like something I would like in the sense that, like, in a lot of cases, at a certain point, certainly not like Indy Five Hundred, yeah. but like like Rolex sponsors it and stuff. Dude, it, that's the thing is, I think, in, in we're in a bubble in Boulder, obviously, and and I think just in general, we're probably not the target market for NASCAR fans, but like. There is a massive, massive, massive amount of people in the United States that fucking love NASCAR. I told you, I had a Mark Martin bed set, bro. My whole bedroom was number six, Mark Martin. I'm thinking pre-Viagra car, because for a minute he was sponsored by Viagra. I'm thinking he was... Valvoline may have been his sponsor at this point. Number six. You're looking at me and talking to me like you, like I'm gonna have it, and you and you know I don't. I have no. I know Dale Earnhardt Jr. because he yeah, died. Yeah, that's that's RIP, a, and dude. I know Jeff Jeff Gordon. Gordon yeah, twenty four. Again, I, I say I, I couldn't even remember Maybe his last 24. name. Like I don't know him. Know him. Um, Tony Stewart was in the Home Depot car, and he was a rascal. Tony Stewart was gonna fuck you up if you're out there. You you gotta stop looking at me like I'm gonna know. Like I'm gonna like, I'm be doing, like for, for people listening. I'm doing the thing where you raise the eyebrows like you hear me, bro. You, you, you know what you I'm with you, Of course you know oh, what I'm talking about. You know what I'm about. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also feel like I hear what you're saying, but I do feel like this is when people are like, "Oh, and you don't know this tennis drama," and I'm like, uh-huh. "No," because where do you even watch that at? And that's I agree. the thing, like. I think that like sports in general, for me, like when it stopped being pretty available because everyone had cable TV. Exactly. I just didn't like if it like I'm telling you, I could still be very into basketball and shit or soccer or whatever it was if it was just on if and I could turn accessible. on the TV and yeah, go, oh, yeah. there it is, there's a game. Yeah. And, like, th- but I don't. 
I don't do that now, and I have to get like some subscription. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. It's too many steps, and yeah, I don't, and yeah. I'm gonna have to catch up. I just need to like be able to casually view it. Agreed. I, it's it's. I was talking to the guys about this not long ago. About sports, kind of died for me when Netflix had everything streaming, and it became kind of like a no brainer to switch over to streaming services and to stop paying for cable. You know what I mean? Totally. And it, but like like you're saying, it was super easy to be like. Oh, what's on ESPN? And then ESPN was playing a fucking Detroit Pistons Trailblazers game. Yeah. And it was like, well, I'll watch it. Rasheed Wallace is playing. You know what I mean? Would you ever, I think about this a lot when I'm at the gym, they always have ESPN on. All they ever have on at the gym is ESPN. Yeah. HGTV. <laughs> and then some station that only plays two and a half men. Awful. There's like 24 fucking TVs. You know what? Though? So if there's, it's, it's the same three things on all 24. Yeah. You're telling me, though, you don't get gassed watching HGTV, some fella build a path in his backyard garden? Not if I can't hear it, number one, so yeah, I'm just looking yeah. at it. So I'm just, imagine just listening to, like, you know. You can't fill in Ty Pennington's Meshuggah voice. Meshuggah while I'm looking at, <laughs> yeah. like, two guys that, that I'm like, how do these two weirdos from Mississippi have $4 million to buy? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, always like, yeah. I just can't. No, I'm like, I where did you. they get this money? Because they, they just look like regulars, and it just drives <laughs> me crazy. Commoners, if you will. But, but I also can't hear it, so I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it, that, that. So no, I don't. I don't really. I. I but here, what I was going to ask you is this: I used to like when I. It used to be like there was like three channels. It was like ESPN two would have like a kind of like lesser game mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm. and then one of the major stations would have whatever the other game was. Sure. And. I would not watch games if I didn't like the look of their court. Oh, you're speaking my language, bro. Offensive. Like, I think it might be the, who's got the trees on the court. Is it the Timberwolves? I, I want to say yes. I, I think, think it's that's the Timberwolves, right. bro. God. And some it's college teams to look at some college teams. I, I, I just watched one the other day. But I agreed. And it's like, let's say you were watching a game and let's just say it's basketball and whatever team you were like, yeah, fuck yeah. This is cool. I like the teams. The colors work. The announcers sound good. The quality's good. Lighting's good, right? And then you're like, wow, you walk out of the room. You, the game ends. You come back on. You're like, oh, yeah. What the hell is this? Yeah. All of a sudden you're watching a ha- half the court is blue and orange. You know what I mean? Ugh. Awful. Well, it should be. They shouldn't. Everyone should be the same. And and it should just be the logo in the middle changes. Do you know? And this is, uh, I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. I think like whatever college, like Boise, their football field is like fucking blue, bro. And I'm not saying oh. I'm not saying it has a tinge of blue. I'm saying it's blue. blue. And it's like Ugh. that's what's wrong with green. It should just all be the same. Just the logo in the middle changes. S- nothing else. Everything looks identical. I, and and I'm down if you want your stadium to lean into the colors. But when the floor is too distracting and it's too busy, I, I won't watch the game. I agree with you. I but won't the watch time it. I was watching part of this game. And I was thinking I can't figure out where the three point line is. I have no idea where it's at. How are these guys supposed to figure that out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and maybe it looks different there. But my God, it looks so atrocious. I, I do agree that when you're on the floor, it probably is a little less busy. It's that when you're zoomed out and you've got the whatever the TV view is, you know what I mean? It's you can see it all at once and then you've got these little dots of people running around and it's just it's just not good. Somebody has to have told them this by now. I hire us for consulting. I mean, what I'm saying is like certainly when it's on the TV, even if I liked the teams, I'm like, I can't. I just no, it's it's hard to look at. It sucks, dude. Like the example of someone that had a good one was like Lakers had a plain one. It was like I said, logo in the middle, mm-hmm. plain. Mm-hmm. At least the, the one when I stopped watching that. Yeah, what it was. yeah. And it was well lit. That's perfect. Yeah. It doesn't need to be anything complicated. It should look exactly like NBA Jam. Yeah, I feel you. And then you know what I mean for Sega Genesis. Wouldn't it be cool if there was like there was like professional basketball in the off season or something. They literally do two versus two, just like NBA jam. Yeah. So you take your two best players, you can switch them however you want. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then maybe sometimes like two guys like that you don't expect get along better. You yeah. Know what I mean? So yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like two- Tony Kukoc energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on fire. We used to, um, growing up this like group of friends I had, we, when we'd go on dates with girls or like when we'd hang out with girls, we would come back at the lunch table the next day. Yeah. And after we got done with the first 10 minutes of like making fun of each other's lunches and stuff, yeah. once we settled in, they'd be like, all right, how'd the date go? And we'd rate it based on Bulls players. Really? So, you know, obviously Michael Jordan was number one. Obvious, yeah, yeah. And then I, I wish I could remember the exact order, but I know Tony Kukoc was 
he might have been the lowest, to be honest. Interesting. With you. I think he was the lowest. That might not be true. I need to look at the original lineup and I could maybe yeah. get it together. I know Scottie Pippen was obviously up there. Let me ask you a question. If somebody said Rodman it was a Rodman was, date, was that, that good was or bad? Like, so, like, if there was 10 players, I knew Rodman was in the middle. Rodman means, like, you didn't know how it went. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes sense. Where you're like, you're I, I don't sure. know. Like, I think she was into me, but I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, so that was, like, Rodman. Yeah. I wish I could remember all the rest of it. Yeah. Because I don't know the exact lineup, but you can understand how it went. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was bad, it was the coach. I, feel, I, I can't remember. I wish I could remember all of them. I'd have to look at. I'd have to look. I should, yeah. I, can, I can. I can send a text and then I can drop this somewhere so uh-huh, everyone uh-huh. can do this too. We'll drop it in pod talk. Yeah. So sometimes, so sometimes when people ask me like, I had this thing. Like, how'd that meeting go? I'll, I literally in my head think, eh, like Tony Kukoc. Yeah. Yep. 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 So let's talk about uh, something we've been asked to talk about before today, yeah. which is sort of like doing like deeper dives on brands. Oh yeah. And like, obviously like anybody can read the history of these brands. So what we thought we would do is kind of talk about maybe like our personal relationship with like any given brand. And we'll do this like now and then maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I thought like the most, maybe the most obvious one for you and I, um, you, because of your like deep interest in it and I've worked with them forever as engineered garments. Yeah. So maybe I'll start because I've been working with them longer, at least working. And that it's a brand that like, I I, like, I, I really viscerally remember from like the blog era because Mm -hmm. I remember when the first lookbook started circulating. Like I remember what it looked like. I don't even know. I, I've tried to look it up before. I think you can find it. It used to be because they had like their website was basically a Tumblr. Exactly. Go back far enough and look at it. But it was, it was minimal and maximal at the same time. You know what I mean? Cause it was always sort of like, I mean for the time, like obviously like the pockets and everything has become like almost a meme with them. But yeah. at the time it was very utilitarian when that wasn't like a thing. It was yeah. very, and it was, it was very like, it was still very like made in us and Americana, but it didn't feel so like costumey. Yeah. Like yeah. it felt like it's, it was felt fresh. Yeah. And I think it was some of the first time a lot of people were like, seeing more of that Japanese take on American sportswear for the first like updated silhouette type shit. Yeah. Like just like stuff was simple and like familiar, but it still felt like tipped on its side a little bit. Yeah. That's what really drew me to it in the first place. Cause it was just like, I totally resonate with this. It feels sort of nostalgic, even though there's nothing I can really hook on to specifically. And it just felt like very like fresh and new and cool. And I knew people liked it. I didn't know where to get it. Um, I knew you could get it in New York. Mm. I didn't know where. Like it was, it was, it was kind of elusive for a little while. And they'd have a website, and they sold stuff on the website. I, I think I'm remembering correctly, but like it was so small. I mean, like the collection was really, from what I remember, basically like some sort of sort of anoraki type of thing. Mm-hmm. The work shirt yep. fatigues. Yep. Like that's always been like the thing. Of and like, and that was like. Maybe there was a vest and a hat, but like that was it. I mean, it was a small, small collection. It was like really small. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna assume this was when Daiki was still working, uh, like at Woolrich too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, I mean, if anyone has the old Inventory magazine, there's a great article of when he's still there because he worked there with uh, Mark McNary. There was like a, a slight crossover yeah. between. Yeah, he worked with Mark McNary, the guy from Battenware worked there. I think that Shinya was his uh, like design assistant or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Anyway, it was just like this really like fresh new thing that people were kind of talking about, but like I didn't know anybody who had it or anything. Yeah. And then it was like into that second season when I was like, I you started seeing people on the forums and stuff like gathering a little yeah. bit here and there, and it became this like hive mindy thing where everyone sort of started to know about it. No one really had it. The people who did were like everyone wanted yeah. information yeah. from them. And it was like it was this cool little culty thing. I mean, I think for me, it was the first time I saw a brand get like culty. You know what I mean? Where it was like, yeah. there's a there's a group of people that really fuck with this shit, and everyone else is sort of an outsider to getting it because there was like a, there was a big barrier to entrance, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was like, a little bit mysterious on top of that. So it's kind of this perfect culmination of things that I see happen. I feel like this, these kind of trends happen a lot now. Yeah. But at the time, it was like it was just new and interesting and awesome, and it was I really loved following it before I ever owned. A yeah, piece. yeah. And I know that my first piece was the chambray with the red button. And yep. at the time, I think it was like, it was not expensive. It was like compared, like, I mean, everything's gone up in price sure. in general, but like, and, and it was a new brand, but like, 
it was it was it was still more expensive than most of the stuff that was like kind of available in that category at the time. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, this is like an investment. I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. The whole the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, it was cool. And when you saw people with the fucking like. You had like the boots, like your brown leather Goodyear well yeah. boots, whatever they were, Red Wing, you know, sure. Viberg, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. And the, you had your selvage straight leg jeans and that shirt. I mean, I, I knew countless dudes who that was their identity. Like the, It was my identity. Look, not, not, not the EG, but that look was, you know, yeah. yeah. But I think that it was the first time people started to like step out of the box of like, and then EG just was like really good at just every single season slightly pushing it. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, suddenly it's a little tilted. I mean, I, I think like the first time when I saw it like make a change into like, oh, they're, they're starting to see how far they can put. Because they always did that kind of reverse layering thing where the mid layer yeah, would be yeah, longer yeah, than yeah, the yeah. top layer. To a certain extent, like the shirts were always kind of long. The pants were always a little bit wider than, I mean, they went in and out of style, yeah. like depending on how sure. wide. But the interesting thing to me was like that long, I think it was the Bush shirt. Oh, yeah. So I know what you're talking pullover. about. pullover. It was really long. Yep. And it had the big side cuts in it with the mm-hmm. hood. Mm-hmm. I, like when people were like taking their pitioma fits and everything and, and that started to be the thing, it was like, oh, shit. This is like, I really feel like maybe I'm wrong. So yes, anyone can argue with me. It was a piece that I think changed. It, it went from this isn't just American made anymore. This isn't just this. It just isn't that. This is starting to be fashion. Kind of like declarative, like this is different now. It was, it's it not, was sort of, yeah. I mean, this is way too dramatic, but it was the it was the Dylan going electric thing. Like it really, like I think people had pretty visceral reactions to yeah. it. And you started to have these camps of guys who were like, I don't do that. I'm, I'm that's too much. I'm this American uh-huh, made. Uh-huh. Like this is all traditional, iconic. I don't fuck with things that aren't like gonna be, be uh, stylish in the next twenty years or whatever. They started to make hard lines, and then there was guys that were like, "Oh, I love that there's experimentation <laughs> happening." Yeah. You know what I mean, um, and this doesn't seem like avant garde now, but at the time, like really, like from people I knew, this was that was the thing that was a that was a little bit of a talk of the town. Yeah, we carried them at the store I worked at, and it was, and it was like a fairly like it was like a divisive thing. We only had a few of them and like people were like, what is it? was a dress, blah, blah, blah. It was this whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So it was like, it really made me go from liking to loving engineered garments because it was like, mm-hmm. I really loved that. Like, and nothing was said about it. There was no like preamble or anything. It was just like, no, this is what we're fucking just, with. Here's just what dope, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it allowed there to be this like bigger conversation around clothes and style and stuff, especially yeah. in the forums and everything. Cause like I said, it was very, it seemed very divisive. Yeah. So I think at the time, the camps were more, like, closer to each other. You know what I mean? Like, maybe there were suiting guys, and that was a different thing. But it was, like, the, you know, that streetwear and denim crowd was, like, all sort of one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 in yeah. a lot of ways. And that's that's when, I, in my mind, the, the, the compass went from true north to, like, not knowing which direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was cool. And I have a lot of good memories about engineered garments just in, like, it was a big deal to go to that showroom. Like, and it wasn't, not everybody carried it. They were very selective. And it was right above their, um, their New York, like retail store. And it was when it was the smaller version of the retail. store. it was only yep. one side. It was really small. It was tight. Yeah. Was, yeah. They had, like a little Seen photos of it. And, yeah. yeah. And it was cool. Cause they used to have this great party. I don't know if they still do it. Um, but they used to have this great party that would be like shoulder to shoulder. People would be outside lined up. People drinking yeah. beers outside, smoking cigarettes outside. Like Sick. it was a very cool vibe. It was the place you wanted to be at a time. And so there was that element. There was going, there was getting invited to go upstairs to look at the collection. The collection had always been big in comparison to other ones. Yeah. It was very no frills. Like it was like obviously they were working in there and then they set it up to be a showroom and there's pictures on the wall and it was it, it was less like a point. It was like a lot of people would come at one time. It yeah, was like, yeah, pretty, yeah. it was a pretty cool thing to be involved in at yeah. the time. Cause it was just, it was new and it was definitely like hyped, but they were so good about keeping the mystery and keeping the like coolness factor about it. And I, I think that's the first thing brands lose. I think a lot of times is like that ability to like go, it, it's just going to be what it's going to be. And I just like it was. It was a really, it was a really cool thing at the time, man. Like it was like a, it was, it was an honor to be there. It was, it was. Yeah. It, it felt exciting when sometimes fashion doesn't always feel that way. Yeah. And they were one of them, and it really like I think opened so many people's eyes to Japanese clothing and experimentation and stuff like that. So I think like I think sometimes you assume that like 
people that are in the middle of things are not the movers when I disagree. Like, it's like, you know, I think people are always like, there's extremes. There's conservative and liberal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm talking about in fashion, obviously. But, like, I don't think that, like, those two forces are always going to argue. You know what I mean? Like, fashion versus, like, tradition are always going to sort of argue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The people in the middle who are making these slight moves are the ones that I think actually change minds. Yeah. I think that's what engineered garments did. Yeah. Like they were able to sit. I mean, there's still, I still think it's the brand that appeals that we carry or that anyone carries that appeals to the widest range of people. Like, cause it definitely yeah. has kind of traditional straightforward stuff with mm-hmm. a little twist. And that has stuff that's like fabrics are super avant-garde or strange. And yeah, like the, yeah. the styling can be very dramatic and heavy, yep. but it can also like you pair it back and suddenly it's like, my dad could wear one of their shirts. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what's interesting about them is they've been able to, without abandoning anything about themselves, still appeal to a really wide range of interesting. Of course. Of course. Like I feel like street guys fuck with it. Streetwear guys, like fashion people, the, the deep, the deepest yeah. fashion people probably still yeah. have EG in their closet. Or at you least, know I mean? if nothing else, I feel like at least really respect, respect. Yeah. yeah. Brand. Or started I, yeah. there. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what got me into it was the, I was like, I just started working here. And I was like, okay, let me, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone a little bit. You know what I mean? I was jeans, boots. I wasn't going to leave the house, not wearing my jeans because I wasn't going to waste a day, not getting fades on them. I had to wear my leather belt because I had to have the patina. You know what I mean? All of these silly rules that we all set for ourselves at that point. And I started working at the shop and I was like, you know what? This EG brand's kind of fucking cool. Uh, So many times I had heard people be like, wow, you guys have quite an EG account. How, how'd you get this? And I was like, oh, okay. So there's some cachet behind it. And I, I became acquainted with it. But what really got me into it was the approachable, like you said, there's shit your dad could wear. It was both approachable and also like, no, I'm doing a thing. And if you know, I'm doing this thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But what the thing that you touched on first was like the reverse layering, like just everything about it, I think like spoke to me and my insecurities about how like maybe like I didn't like how close fit me or something. If I were to be vulnerable like that, that was, mm-hmm. that was it, you know, it was like, okay, cool. So this work shirt, it fits my shoulders without me having to go up two sizes to something. Cause that's always mm-hmm. been like a thing. I always feel like I look kind of like top heavy, you know what I mean? I, I like broad have, shoulders, broad shoulders yeah. and, and, but I've always, it's always like hard to like accommodate that. So EG was just like, it accommodated my shoulders and I liked the extra length because it just proportionally, I liked how it made me look. It made me feel comfortable. It didn't make me feel like I was squeezing into anything. And then from there, that, that's just it. But yeah, the approachable what makes kinda, you still what makes you still connect with it today? Like, what is it like that? Like, because I feel like you buy a piece, at least one piece every single season. Well, usually more. Like, what is it now? That is it just is it a familiarity thing, or do you or is like do you find yourself still trying to like push yourself inside of the brand, or is it literally both, just both? Both of those, yes. Um, one of the fellas in the Discord this morning, actually, we were talking about how we all, m- multiple of us all have multiple pairs of fatigue. So every season I pick up a new pair of fatigues. I already did that this season. Likely I'm going to, right when we get out of this conversation, go EG shop across the street and pick up two more things. I, I'm ready to add to it. Um, but what keeps me coming back to it is what's really cool is like, it's all kind of cohesive season to season. So like pieces that I got the first year I started working here is still something I wear Often, you know, you guys gave me that reversible fur vest with the cord, like for my birthday. Like that is something that, like, the first like cold, cold day, I I toss that on. Like I mm-hmm. wait for it every year. Like fuck yeah, I get to wear my fur reversible vest. But all super cohesive. You can wake up, put on a couple of EG pieces. You're comfortable in it. You know what you're getting into. It looks better with time. I like all of my shit to be kind of worn. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just like you look, I don't know, in my opinion, it doesn't require a lot to just put that on and to do your thing. It's just less figuring out, I guess. It's I, I, I kind of lean towards the uniform and it's just easy. It's like, I know I feel comfortable in it. I'm never, I'm never like, ugh, I want to, I want to get rid of all my EG and start something new. That never crosses my mind. I always love it. So I think that like they, they've always sort of been on that sort of uniform tip in, in a way where it's like, mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it, it all goes together yeah. season to season. It still looks, it feels like it's very comprehensive. Yeah. And if you're building, like if you're looking to build that in your wardrobe, EG is kind of an easy way where yeah. you're still going to be able to like be outside the box while still being like 
working with everything else. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. all their fabrics sort of work well together and they never yeah. really like, even though the fabrics change quite a bit, they all seem like they fit in the same universe. And some, yeah. and some fabric is the same through and through. Like I yeah. just had a conversation with a fellow this morning, again, talking about he was looking to get, uh, he was looking to get like a matching Bedford in the ripstop olive that they do every, every spring. And I was like, if I'm not mistaken, yo, that's the same as the spring from two seasons ago and one season ago. And long story short, he got the piece and it matched. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just cool. Like you, it's something that I look forward to every season being like, all right, well let's, let's just get a couple things because I know it's, it's easy for me. I don't have to play the game. It's never like, Oh, is this like a little too much? It's, it's just, it's like perfect for me. Yeah. And I, and that's just for me personally, but it's just like, if it checks all the boxes, I like how I feel in it because proportionally I feel like it works with my body and like my insecurities and how, you know, just like, I just like it. I feel good in it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Whereas I wouldn't feel as good wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Have you ever felt like you went to a different brand looking for the same thing Yes, and then not it, not absolutely. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of brands we carry that, one thing you've always said that I, I like is you can you can admire from afar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, that's something that I've started to really do. And like, there's some brands that be like, I'm picking something up this season. Comes in and I want it to be EG. I want it to fit me in the shoulders or I want it to have the length or I want it to have the same kind of room in the body and it doesn't. And I can just be like now like, that is really cool. And I really like that piece. I like the fabric they chose. I like the cut on it. Just maybe not on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I can appreciate it from afar. But a lot of times I want I want something I pick up to be EG and it's not. And I'm like, well, all right, I'm not going to do this game anymore. You know, It's weird the desire to like want to mix it up when it's like, mm-hmm. I think you know deep down what works. You that, know what I mean, mean when, you were, when you were waxing poetic about it, I was like, why am I waiting? I, there's EG pieces out there right now. I'm getting those today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think... It just depends on what you go to close for, I suppose. If you're mm-hmm. looking to have new experiences through that, I think it's, it's a, that's that's cool and yeah. I like that too. You know what I mean? I'm looking just to feel confident and comfortable. That's, yeah. that's it. I just want to feel good my, in what I'm wearing. My whole thing is like I just like – no matter what your style is, it's like my wanting to experiment doesn't have much to do with like tops or bottoms. I would rather do that with, I don't know, jewelry socks shoes like sure, I, I don't sure. care about like yeah, that yeah. it's not that i don't care about it like it's just i'd rather experiment That's what you're looking there to get. Yeah, 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 yeah rather than the other stuff so the other stuff it's like i kind of have a comfort zone and i sort of live inside that comfort zone and only like i shift out here shift out there i'm never like pigeonholing myself by any means yeah but, like sometimes yeah. you're like yeah i don't want like maybe i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce more color or maybe i'm gonna take away color or yeah. something like that that's fine like but it's these little moves it's not like because Sometimes once you feel comfortable in that or like you've kind of like pared that down to like what looks good and what you what you feel comfortable with, then I'm down to like wear like a weird shoe with it. Because, sure, because sure. it won't mess up anything on it won't it goes with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So it allows me like some ability, some range with the other stuff that I want to like. Yeah, no, agreed. Do. Agreed. So I think that like that for me, that really like that helps like not having to think about that stuff or how I'm gonna work with it, like really like it works for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people connect with EG because of kind of what you're saying is it's like it works with almost any style. Yep. You can jump in and out pretty easily. I mean, quite frankly, it has really good resale if that's part of your, if you're, if you're flipping. I mean, I've, I've absolutely like to my detriment sold some EG pieces that it was just super easy to sell. And I was like, fuck it. I know I can get 95 bucks for these. And then it's like, why did I sell those? Yeah. It was a pair of workaday fatigues, black, black mm. cotton twill, sateen, you know, whatever. And I had washed and worn these, bro. You know, you could have the faintest little fucking breeze go by you and they yeah. were flowy. Like these yeah. were like perfect. I had worn that fabric in. And then one day I was like, oh, I'm not going to wear these anymore. And I sold them. And then the next week I was like, why did I do that? Point being, though, you can sell it. If you it's need just, to. it's like, it, I think it has a universality, if that's how universality, that, that like, uh, that just works. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it such a a good, it's, it's that thing that I go back to. It's like them sitting kind of in that middle Mm -hmm. is why they're so good because it just works for everything. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it's what continually allows them to just, they only have to push by a little bit for it to really feel fresh and new without alienating everything that they, that they started. And I think that that's what happens sometimes with brands where they're like, we're this now. And you're like, 
Oh, but like, I don't like that at all. You know what I mean? So now I feel like I can't, I mean, I've I've like gotten into brands and fallen off of them just because they made a pivot that I just, I didn't ride with, you know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. Even if I really wanted to like ride with them, no matter, like I fuck with the creative director, I I like, like the vision. It's like, ah, that, that I just can't, I can't go that far. Or like a lot of times, like it starts to become incredibly expensive on top of that. And I think Ichi's mm. also been really smart where like other than like, you know, kind of a normal inflation type of yeah. shit, like it's pretty much, it's, it's pretty, still it's within appropriately the realm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong. Some of the more like seasonal pieces can, can get up there in price, no doubt. But I mean, it's nothing bro, compared, you can yeah. get a pair of fatigues every season. No problem. Nothing twice. The thing I think that they've done to me as from working with them in business, but also yeah. what I admire about them is that it's been a brand that has never alienated what they started out doing, still were able to find ways to push themselves forward, yes. build a great core customer, but continually seem to be bringing in more. They were collaborating before a lot of people were collaborating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems, it's just a smart brand that I really yeah, respect. All, I'm I mean, all I just, about I think it. that's really just what it comes down to of like where a lot of brands mess up, they just don't seem to, and they're just able to keep, pushing and and stay super relevant and also i think they've brought a lot of people into they've through their little pushes they've like that i was talking about earlier they've been able to like get people to push themselves a little bit further mm-hmm. or get mm-hmm. further interested in things yeah and i think that is like without eg i don't think a brand like capital could have exploded the way it did because it, you had to bring people along a little bit and that gave like an entrance into a different yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, sort of like uh like validating like no, you totally. you can do this. Yeah, you yeah, can do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like it's like a for some reason because they're so like steady, there was also this the function of it that I really liked of like I you, like you're saying you trust them. Like if yeah, they're saying it's yeah. good, then it's good. You cool. know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that's that's I don't know. I, I, I think that's why that personally, that's why I, I think the brand is so great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have anything that you've been working? I kind of always have like a piece or two. Oh, yeah, from yeah, them. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever, the closet's never been bare with, yeah, with yeah. EG. I've never been a full EG guy or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's not, it's, it's only, it's only for the reason of like, it's it, like aesthetically the like maximalist stuff, like all the pockets and all the utility stuff that like you're really drawn to. Mm-hmm. I tend to like things a lot cleaner yeah. personally, but I, I feel like I'm always finding places. Like, I love that reefer jacket. Yeah, dude. Um, oh I, yeah. And you do wear that. I love yeah, that. You get a lot of wear and, that. I, and I, and I feel like I, I, I haven't worn the, I have two bedfords too that I just haven't worn yeah. in a long time, but like, but it's, that's what got me into wearing blazers with more casual stuff mm-hmm. was, was the bedford jacket. Like that yeah. really like was like, Oh cool. You can just wear this with a t-shirt or with a work shirt or something. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said before, Daiki might still be like the I, number one person I bite stylistically when I see him in person, because yeah. when you see him in person before he's got, but you're like, Holy shit! Like I mean, that's a lot of man pulling off Uggs, bro. Like, like, yeah. and I was like, damn! I bought a pair because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that's they're cool. fucking. There's those little slide ones. Now they're popular and you can't get them. Yeah. But I mean, he was doing that, bro. That had to have been four years ago because yeah. I bought mine like two years ago. Yeah. But, but, but it was because I kept thinking about how cool uh-huh, he looked. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he was the first one I ever saw wearing Birkenstocks. First, first person I ever saw wearing baggy pants because nobody was fucking doing it when he was yeah, doing it. Yeah, rocking them to the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, he just is. He's a, he's an effortless. But I mean, that's the thing about style, and we, I know it, it's been talked into the ground and everything. But like him not thinking about it is what you're trying to that's do. The you know whole what I mean? Point. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and well, and I think I think there's so many multitude of factors that play into that, like. I think one, he obviously really, really likes it. But like, I don't get the idea that every every season Daiki's pocketing a bunch of new shit. I think he's like, no, I found the things I like, and this is what I wear personally. You know, it's a work shirt, all the fatigues. It's like it's like at the shows and stuff. He would always like, you know, he'd have like, you know, something from the new collection on or whatever. But in all honesty, it was just like. He just had his own flow, so and it's cool. kind of never—it's so cool. never changed, but it does. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's and it's 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 very cool. But like I said, of all people, I think I've I've bit his style more than anyone yeah. else because it's yeah. like if he's riding a wave, it'll be it's coming. It's you know good. What I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. All right, man. Well, this was this was fun. I think we'll we'll try to do this with some more brands too. I mean, yeah. EG's an easy one just because I I you know I've worked with them for like ten years. You've Doesn't you've been you've loved yeah. them yeah. and followed them for so long now. It's 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 an easy one to talk about. But we'll keep doing this as a fun to kind of like deep dive in my own head of like why do I care about that brand so much? Like just because I've I've worked with them so long, I don't even think about it. Half yeah, the time. yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, to hot takes. I yeah. got one ready. What hit me? What do you think? What do you? Th- I feel like. 
and don't give me your don't give me your immediate answer. Think about it okay. for one yeah, second because yeah. I think that like chew you're gonna it. chew on it a minute. What do you think the best room in a house is? Hmm. I you know I I don't need to ruminate that long. I know my honest to god answer. It's a finished basement. Okay, I thought you were going to say finished basement or kitchen. So I, that, the thing is, too, I thought you were going to say kitchen, and I was going to go, hold no, on, because I know how much you like basement. a basement. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, fin- and I also understand when you mean finished, it doesn't mean perfect. No. It means there's, I'm not there's saying drywall and some carpeting. Yeah, that yeah, all it means is it's not just cement. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's not I, cement and pole. I'm not saying you got to have carpet everywhere. I'm not saying there needs to be a bathroom. I'm just saying you can hang out down there and it doesn't feel like you're in an unfinished basement. Yeah. You know? I love it, bro. And I mean, I tell me what yours is. I think that depending on the vibe, but let's say these are all the perfect vibe for yeah. you. You know what I mean? It's like a den. Yeah, step I like down, the, like a step I, down. Bingo. I was just going to say, it yeah. needs to step down. Mm-hmm. It needs to be carpeted. It needs to have a lot of stuff on the walls. Like oh, you would, yeah. When you walk in, the like decibel level needs to change a little bit by just entering it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and when and I'm it has thinking, a smaller TV than the rest of the rooms that's for always some on. Reason, maybe yeah. a fireplace. It, in wall bookshelves, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's like it's like a it's like a room where you put a bunch of the stuff you don't decorate the house with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like being around that kind of yeah. stuff. Oh, I love it done, dude. In fact, that's like a little bit more how like my wife and I like decorate is it's more like stuff that we love sort of everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's definitely not like minimal as much as I like like oh, the man. idea of it. I like having stuff around that I feel comfortable because it's yeah. like I that's what I like about the den feel is like yeah. you're really comfortable if, if I haven't on this pod yet I need I need to seriously shout out you and Abby your house is I, I say it to everybody I say to Michelle I say to the guys here I'd be like yo if you haven't been in their crib talk cozy like and that's mm-hmm. it though it's you guys have all of your shit and mm-hmm. it's arranged nicely, and I can come in and be like, oh, look at this little knickknack. Look mm-hmm. at this here. Ooh, look at this new photo they have put up, or a printer, mm-hmm. a piece of artwork, or the the uh, the hallway um, mm-hmm. Let's go, like, bookshelf. Yeah. And it's just like, you see, there's books, and then we've got, I know you have like a little box of like canoe club paraphernalia, matchboxes mm-hmm. and business cards over the years. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love, I love that. I, I love, uh, okay, this is what it is. I love more than anything, and actually lived in space. Yeah, that's same. I, I really don't like, like, as much as, like, I, there's part of me that likes, like, like cold and, like, sort of, like, I appreciate it. Like, yeah, but sure. But at the same the, time, like, I just don't, like, I don't feel comfortable living in that. No, no, no. It's, it's you know, and and uh, I, I get it. Like you're saying, I can appreciate, I can appreciate the effort and craftsmanship and intention behind making a nice, clean space yeah. mm-hmm. right i can appreciate that but that's not a home i don't think th- there's no there's no comfort yeah. there you know what i mean it's like if i if i feel like i'm gonna fuck shit up by walking in with my shoes which i know that's a divisive topic in itself but it's like i don't know your guys crib it's nice you guys live there clearly it rules it's kind of like an apartamento you guys should be an apartamento I think that's a good way of putting it because I think that their whole thing is like they want people that like are actually living inside of a space, not just like decorating a space, which I think is also cool and what I'd love to do yeah. if I had a huge house. Yeah. Then I might just have like a bunch of rooms where I'm like, these are perfectly appointed. But like at the end of the day, like I just want to like have stuff that we use. And yeah. stuff. I don't yeah. like having stuff I don't use or like, Dude, or like actively touch and look at. Like there's a, there's some, I, I have no clue. It's just throughout the years I've, I've perused through the apartamento editions we've had. And there's some addition, maybe a Parisian apartment, something like that. And these people have like a, like a, like a stool height bench, right? A little bench. And it has like all their toothpaste and apothecary and it's Mm. all out, you know, but it's like not necessarily neatly organized, but it's where it needs to be. I just love that. I love seeing actual to me, as Shit. long as it's not like junk, like I, I like like look. I like mm-hmm. for fun. We'll reorganize the medicine cabinet because I like mm-hmm. looking at it and I like seeing all the brands yeah. and seeing all the stuff. As yeah. long as, and that's the thing about like buying like little nice things. It's fun to look at. You know what I mean, like so, I like I like having all that stuff like mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. same thing with like the kitchen shit. Like if it's cool and it's pretty, you yeah. like, want it out and yeah. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's oh, I love it. I love it. I love another thing. I love is like. It, in kitchens, I'm thinking back to my my buddies I grew up with. Their their family's kitchen is just top. I'm talking two sinks that are deep. 
know what I mean? Deep square <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, I like, I like when cabinets, mm-hmm. um, have windows, have glass. Mm. So you can see it. Oh yeah. 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 I like that. That's I like, like that. Uh, like the refrigerators you can see inside of oh, like, I, buddy. I, like, like for fun in the evenings, I will reorganize the refrigerator to look fun. Yeah. 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 You, uh, have you or Abby ever bought a new refrigerator or is, cause you, you've never owned a home. No, so. we've only ever had apartments. So, yeah. cause we went, you know, from city to city and it's just what's worked out for us. So, no, we've never like done Ugh. that whole game. I mean, I'd like to just because oh, it's like God. a whole other thing to obsess about. If you, but. if you said chase, you know, me and me and Abby are buying a house. Would you please come to home Depot with us and help us peruse the refrigerator appliances? Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Oh, um, I want to buy a plant. And you know what's funny is they're not. I was just gonna say terribly this. expensive. I was gonna say is whenever I, like the idea of spending like five hundred dollars, like it's like five hundred dollars. I'm like, for a sweatshirt's worth that much yeah, money. Yeah, bro. Like, you well, we used a lot of things. We can like, and that's a that's that's a silly thing. You know, yeah. this, this is a whole ass thing that'll be around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a silly thing. Yeah, bro. There's uh those those new refrigerators that have the like the glass that shows where you put the produce. You know what I'm saying? Looks like a farmer's market in your mm-hmm. house. Ugh, love it. I like the, I, uh, but at the same time, what I like about being in apartments is you kind of get what you get. And like, sometimes those things have like a lot of care. Like I like like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an old stove. I sort of like the way it looks. It's kind of like that whole soft electronics. Type no, of I got deal. you. I got you. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, remember you gave me that radio. Oh yeah. Like an old radio. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. old. Like but tabletop, yeah. Dude, that is well, so cool. That's on my side of the bed. Honestly, a lot of like my interest in like home stuff is, uh, so I have, I have like a, you know, the Kit Kat clock. Miss Shan really actually, she, she said she found it. She's like, I almost bought it. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. But what I like about it the most is uh, I had one at my first apartment that I just it broke in a move. They're a little fragile. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, his whole thing was he like made those during the war. And it was just because he's like, I want people to like walk past their clock and like smile. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. and that's kind of like how I like think about stuff in the house and shit. It's, yeah. it's like, I really like the idea that you could like little things will be like, oh, that's that's funny. Like I like, like, fun, like little funny things around the yeah, house too. Like yeah. little, like, you know, dumb pictures or like, sure. like, like just little things that like kind of will, you know, Marie Kondo spark joy for you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's the whole reason I like the kick clock clock. Every time I look at it, I'm like, I like yeah, that's that. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes me laugh cause it's dumb, but it kind of catchy, yeah. but it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, it's the same shit. Like I just like, when I walked in the hall, I'll notice little things and go, Oh yeah, that's cool. Or, yeah, you know, I, I remember like that. those or like those. I'll pick yeah. things up just while I'm on the phone and shit. And it's uh, yeah. oh, hundred percent, dude. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, you yeah, know, it could be anything, bro. And I, I don't think, I don't think our apartment's like messy, but like, I like, I have like, I bought, I was thinking one day, like, remember the, remember the yo-yos that were popular in school? Maybe they weren't for you, course, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. the, what they fucking called? They're called like the brain or something like that. It was like you could Brainiacs? see through it. I don't know if that was it. It might, I, might no, be No, I know what you're it, saying it, though. It, it, it like would I sleep a, for a long time. I had a dark burgundy one. Yeah. Yeah. And you could, you could put that bitch to sleep. I had a blue one and you could see like the bearings on the inside. Yeah. And no. then I just one day thought about it and I was like, man, I've, that thing was so important. Like so cool to me when yeah. I had it. And I just looked at it and I'm like, these are $8. And I was like, done. Did you buy one? Yeah, I bought one and I just, it's just, and it's on my shelf in my house. And every time I walk past it, I like pick it up and like do a couple. And I'm like, Damn. it just, it just is like a nice little like nostalgia hit for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I see it. That's the kind of shit I like. You know what, dude? I'm going to buy a yo-yo tonight maybe. Cuz dude, that's that's sick. Like I would I would take a 3 minute break here, walk make laps around the stew, talk some shit for a second. Yeah. Bop dude, around. Yeah, bop around. Are you around. good at it? No, but I, I mean keep in mind, bro, bro, when 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 yo-yos were like hot and I mean like the Ashtabula yeah. Mall would have yeah, events like where dudes would be yeah. up top in Jinko jeans whipping the yo-yos. I was in kindergarten, dude. I was in kindergarten yeah, for I was, a second yeah, grade. I was you know what I mean? But I was I mean you're still young, maybe fourth grade, but that was cool. But Do you so. remember butterfly yo-yos? Yeah. The ones that had the big yeah. yeah, so they were like a little easier to handle yeah, or dunk, something. Duncan. Is that what they were? Yeah. So cool, dude. Yeah. So cool. Yo-yos are fun. I like I like all that kind of stuff. But, but it's just that kind of shit. It's like, you know, little like I have like little Snoopy figurines and like just weird shit yeah. that like I've collected or had when I was a kid or my mom. Of course. Me or whatever it is. Like of course. Some stuff from my grandma and just like shit like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, just little hits. We made, uh, we bought those because uh, there's a Lego store at a mall near us and we went and got those little Rose Legos. And we oh, have yeah. them in yeah. a vase like roses. You yeah. know what I mean? Which My is so original. I'm sure we're the shit, first yeah. to ever do it. But yeah. really cool. I love shit like that. Yeah. Little just trinkets, little little hits that you just like. And like yeah. you said, if I'm on the phone or we're just chilling, I might go up to my bookshelf and stand there with my hands behind my back and just kind of 
look at everything. Yeah. You know? It's a function of like, is like, I never want to have stuff that I won't like touch or mess with. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like I don't keep books. I read books and I just donate them or give them to people. Like yeah. I, I don't have any, like I'm done with using that at that point. Yeah. But like the magazines, like, you know, fashion magazines and stuff I've collected over the years. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just like page through them while I'm waiting on something. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, and then maybe, I'll just yeah. see new things. And you know, it's the same thing with like half that shit. If it's, you know, just little, it's just little stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. Real fast before we wrap. Yeah. Uh, tell your story about you and Drew uh, with the blankets and the or the pillows and the heater, so you could keep keep the basement nice oh and quiet. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, I grew up in, like basically in my friend's basement because we that's where we hung out like every single weekend and a lot of times through the week. And it was a finished basement, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was divided into kind of two sections, separated by a little fireplace that I don't think was ever turned on. Mm-hmm. It had like this was. It, this was a house that was built, I have to imagine, like the 70s or 80s. Like it was meant to be like kind of a party downstairs. Like there was a bar, but like it was never used. We, oh, they kept VHS yeah, tapes in yeah, it. Yeah. And it wasn't like, and there was a dance floor. It was like a tiny little dance floor. It was, it was just a little like wooden. Yeah, like this little, was meant to host. It was meant to host. Never happened. Yeah. Just to be clear, sure. there was never a party down there. Sure. Um, we just lived down Fucked there. around, yeah. <laughs> it was enough for us though. Yeah. And uh, like we would always be down there and we'd be worried about waking up his parents because we would be up all hours of the night doing God knows what. Yeah, yeah. So at one point, we'd moved, we decided, okay, one night we're going to move the whole basement around. We're going to change the TV to over here and blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, one, because we got a, we bought like a cheap surround sound system. Cool. So we all pitched in for like, like it was like $100. We all pitched in like 25 bucks so we could get it. Yeah. And we got it. And we're like, oh, this is going to be sick. We can turn this up so loud. Listen we can, to movies. Yeah. We can listen to that. We can listen to the birthday song so loud. And we realized that the where we needed to move it to this other part of the house because it's where we could hang everything. But that was directly underneath his, pretty directly underneath his parents' bedroom. So yeah. we're like, okay, so we got to like soundproof this thing. Yeah. So we took... We were we were convinced that what they could hear was through the registers because that's how we could hear stuff in the house through the the like the oh like the, the vents vents yeah, yeah sure so we opened them up and we shoved <laughs> chase it so much we put it, it was probably like four blankets in each one yeah and then pillows after that multiple yeah. pillows and you can imagine how this looks inside of a register god knows what kind of damage it might have caused uh-huh. and we shoved it the fuck like just jammed brimmed. it up there yeah <laughs> and then we closed off the vents and like taped the vents down yeah then we thought that worked i don't know if it actually did or not it might have a little bit at yeah. least and then fast forward like 15 years yeah we were, I was over at his house. Like we, we went to different colleges. I think we might even finish with college. I was at, I was in Chicago and I'd come back home yeah. to like for holidays or whatever. We went and hung out at his house a little bit. And I went, I said this immediate like <laughs> panic. And I'm like, Drew, do you think, do you think that those pillows and things are still up? Like that's a fire hazard. Like, yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, no, we took them out. We took them out. And I was like, bro, I didn't take them out. <laughs> he's like, I'm sure we've taken them out. Somebody did. Yeah. And we looked Sure enough, it was all still up there. It was like, Insane. it was disgusting, like yeah, covered in yeah, dust and yeah. all this shit. We yanked them back out of there thinking, oh my God, we could have burnt this whole house uh-huh, down uh-huh. the way they were shoving. And the thing is like, they ran a heat year after year. You know what I mean? Like, Dude. And we always knew that that area of the house didn't get very warm because we knew why. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if his parents <laughs> knew why. And I just can't, I can't believe what an oh, irresponsible, man. dumb thing that was to do. Yeah. And the thing is down there, we, there was like little windows, you know, like how the basement has, we'd blocked all of those off Dude. with pillows yeah, and blankets yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like nothing yeah. could get in down there. Yeah. We had insulated that thing with, with different like, you know, blankets and course, sleeping bags and shit. So I think about the feeling, the feeling of panic I had thinking about it when I, as an adult, it was like, Oh, you oh God. Dumb. And you just, tr- like, t- kids are so dumb. Yeah. Like, dude. We didn't think that could, there was no problem with that. No, no. We weren't wasting heat. No. We weren't potentially lighting the house and on fire. What you guys were doing was being thoughtful and not waking them up. Well, we were trying, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We that were was trying the to intention. get what we wanted without, uh-huh, uh-huh, without uh-huh. being impeded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love that shit. I love all the bad things we used to do. I was telling Alec this morning, I've thrown more eggs at houses than I've cooked in my life. <laughs> I mean, dude, I've egged a lot of houses. We used yeah. to do a thing too where we'd go to the we'd go to the Best Buy and take all you know how they used to be have those CDs for free AOL? 
Oh, sure. Yeah. We would take them out, open them all up, put them upside at night, go to someone's house and put them on the driveway. Cause you know how hard it is to pick up off, uh-huh, of, uh-huh. off a flat ground. Yeah. We put them all upside down. So it's just bright as shit. So it's bright as shit and <laughs> hot as shit and then hard to pick up. And we, yeah. we, and we would spend hours doing it. So we would cover every oh. single inch. Dude, like, you're speaking my language. Shits. You're speaking my language. I can't believe I didn't set a house on fire for fun. I mean, it, it was only one time we found a sink. And we just put gasoline in it and lit it on fire. Yeah, yeah. And that's not a good idea because it came up like a fireball. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did I ever tell you about that? To be honest, it was a, that was actually a time when it went too far. Yeah. And one kid was a little more into it than everyone else. <laughs> were, and we're like, we shouldn't. This is too much. Yeah. This isn't even fun at a certain point. Dude, there's, uh, I, please, I hope you remember. If I don't want to tell this story twice because it's probably, people are probably tired of me telling stories twice. But did I ever tell you about the time we almost burnt down the entire woods by Kent State Ashtabula? You've told me, yeah, but not. Was bad. it on not, the pod? I don't think so, no. I'll, I'll do it brief. And if I have, please, please tell me. And I, I need to start making a note section where I tell these stories. But long story short. Me and my boys, uh, we were in seventh, eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. And what we would do for probably three weeks in the summer was we'd all wake up early, steal all the tools we had from our garage. You know, the ones of us that had dads at home had more tools than others. <laughs> yeah. So we'd, we'd, yeah. I would get whatever I could in terms of tools, nails, whatever I had that was loose, all mm-hmm. a cart put them in a book bag. We'd drive, we'd ride our bikes Alicard. and, and, and uh, mopeds over to this like, so in Ashtabula, Ohio, there's Kent State, like the Kent State branch of Ashtabula, and there's a big soccer field across the street with woods nearby. It's really accessible. I ended up moving near, really nearby these woods, but um, there was there was a we built like a tree fort, and at, at its height, it went three levels up, had little little bit of electricity to turn lights on and off, and went three trees deep, bro. Like so, yeah. like it was like up and deep, like you could yeah, like yeah, yeah. traverse. It was a, it was a full thing, and we were like, we thought this was so fucking tight. And so, and out in the field nearby, we went and found like a you know a raccoon skull or some some, and we found this sink, right? Yep. Why were sinks just... Dude, that's... It what, must be hard to dispose of so people just toss people them. People are like, fuck it. Let's yeah. just throw it out there in the, in the field. So we, we we dragged that sink back to our little fort area. And by the fort were probably a dozen cement parking blocks. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Another and, item that you just find Exactly. In they were just there. Yeah. And like, bro, like those are heavy. Yeah. And I'm saying like, this wasn't like you backed a truck up and you dumped them in the woods. I mean, like you had to carry these into the woods. Yeah. I'll be at 30 feet, still far, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So there were a bunch of parking blocks, and we had this sink, and we had some, like, juice boxes and a, and a gang of hot dogs. And we were like, we're going to make a full meal out of this day, boys. We're going to cook up hot dogs. We've got juice boxes. We're set. We're yeah, fucking yeah, 13, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but we're That's still... That's a full day. Yeah, full day. And we're like, let's, you know, so we had a gang of us there, and we, uh, so, so we're in this, we're in the woods, and we're what we're doing is we we found like some grates from like an old grill, put the grates on top of the cement parking blocks. And we're like, all right, cool. We're going to cook some hot dogs. So my buddy, Zach, who, uh, I, he, I ended up going to college with and shit. My buddy, we rode our bikes to Cleveland together, but he, uh, he was man in the grill, so to speak, bro. And he lit basically all of the woods on fire. God, it basically yeah. like went through the cement blocks, caught all the leaves on fire. And I'm saying the amount of flames, like, bro, they were like seven feet high, way taller than us. And they were like green dude. Cause it was burning yeah, dry yeah, 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 leaves. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, so we all literally were like, I don't know what to do. So Zach and his twin brother, Al, they stayed behind. They were trying to put it out. We whipped out on our bikes fast as fuck. And what we're going to do is we're going to go with this kid, Josh. His mom lived really nearby. So we whipped over to Josh's house. And I'm not kidding you. We crawled and hid underneath the back deck. We were like, gonna we're going to bring our bikes in the backyard. No one's going to know we're here. Josh's mom had just got back from like Sam's Club. And he was handing us like a 24 pack of water bottles. Like, go, 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 go put it out. Long story short, bro. We put it out. But like there was smoke in the field. Like this. This would have caught a, a branch of a state university on fire entirely. Mm-hmm. Like we would have like it would have been woods, acres, houses. Uh, so ultimately you got it out with water bottles. My friend Zach and Al, one of them went back on a moped. Cause it was quicker to get there on oh, the moped okay. yeah. and they went back with a 24 pack and maybe they did that, but I don't know. I honestly don't know how they put it out. 
I just know it most of us like started to put itself out like it couldn't keep going. Maybe and we then tossed they got the sink on top, on top of it. That's yeah, what reminded yeah, yeah, me. The yeah. sink maybe yeah. it did it something. so much. Yeah. yeah, but oh man, I just can imagine myself because I know I would have just my plan would have been not hide, but just go home and act like nothing happened. I'd be <laughs> smelling like a campfire. Be like, I don't know. I've never, I've never been around fire all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was it. That was just acting like nothing Pretend, happened. I just, dude. my goal would be like, just ignore the problem yeah, entirely. 100%. And then hopefully. Oh, I wasn't there. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I don't know who, I don't know who built that fort. Yeah. Even though it I've was. I've never been there before. <laughs> what part of town are you <laughs> So yeah. good. So yeah, this is you saying, the sink or whatever it was. It just reminded me that yeah. we, we almost caught the woods on fire. Yeah, we were just allowed to be in woods. Yeah. Unattended. Oh. I can't only fa- I can't al- imagine allowing my daughter to just be like, hey, go hang on the woods for a few hours. And I'll, <laughs> I'll find you later, maybe. <laughs> Bro, what we did end of high school, and then we can wrap. What we did end of high school, though, is my buddy who lived over by the covered bridge, he and his brother, I would I would stay at their house over the weekends quite a bit. We'd bring our Xboxes <laughs> over. I love the idea of you breezing past, like, at over by the covered bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, no, I know. Make, I know it's a thing. And, in, in Ohio yeah. in particular, we that that covered bridge is the largest covered bridge in North America. All wood. Crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just, hey, I know you're fucking around, but <laughs> we're going to no, I knew, I knew like weird, quiet adults who would like go on covered. They go and visit all the covered bridges. I mean, bro, Ashtabula well, has doing? three or four, three or four. And like, again, this one is a small engulf. It's massive, dude. And in fact, the, the covered bridge, for, when you think about it, like what's it for so that you can like, for two, like if it's raining and I you're out in the rain, it, if well, I were over to, this bridge, I'm good. If though. I were to guess, the function is having a having a roof means it requires less maintenance because it's less exposed to the elements. That that would be my thinking. Whatever. But anyway, what we would do is we'd wait till two a.m. and we would gather up all like the lights and fucking shit that we could find in the house, flashlights, and we would just go into the woods. Yeah. And just go deep into the woods at, at 2 a.m. Yeah. because that was what we were. It was just fun. And we would just go. What we would do is, to be honest with you, we'd go down the hill, climb the hill, go down the hill, yeah. climb. And we would just do that all night, bro. In the middle of the night for no reason. I spend tons of times in like woods and creeks and stuff like oh, this yeah. at night. And yeah. you're like, why? What were we doing? Why Love were we? It. Yeah, why were we unattended? It, it, it's just one of those things where like, I, diff- I think it, it's it just literally a different time, is a, situ- dude. a situation where it's a different time. Like, yeah. Oh, man. That was so just, fun. We called it Adventure Club. Like, who's, who's coming over? Who's, who's coming, coming over tonight? Club. We're going to go to the woods at night. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, it was just fun. It was just fun. So anyway, we got more stories. I got more stories where that came from. So maybe the next one. We got plenty of time. All yeah. right. Well, well, it's been a pleasure, buddy. Good talking to you as always. Let's, uh, let's go get back to work. Right. Yeah, see you.